0: Blink, blink, ding, bling. ding 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 Ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. 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 ding 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 ding
1: Welcome to Hoya yeah Podcast. Hey Amy, how are you?
0: Hi, Jackie. I'm good. How are you? You look incredible.
1: Thank you. I put a little lipstick on mm. uh because we have a very special guest today. Yes, we do. I mean, I mean, you look incredible no matter what, but <laughs> your lips are very shiny. Usually when <laughs> you see me, I not only do I not have any makeup on, but I'm in my pajamas still. It's like the evening. And Somehow, all my frown lines are, like, highlighted. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But I made the effort today because we have a very, very special guest coming up. Comedian, writer, public speaker, frequent contributor to listener comments, Mm -hmm. which we appreciate, and just general all-around smart, lovely, talented, renaissance person, badass. Ama Marfo. Yes.
0: Which I'm so excited to get into that interview. Definitely. And she will also be joining us uh, during the whole episode, you know, as we're uh, like reviewing Traffic Jam and for listener comments and afterwards. But before that, we want to do our usual preamble and do our shout outs and do all that so we don't bore the shit out of her. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I do not want her to
0: have to sit through that are many many tangents that we have to cut out and the long pauses <laughs> and yes. the pee breaks so we're mm-hmm. going to we're going to get all that out of the way before we bring her in I hope so <laughs> So Jackie you got some shout outs You bet I do Me toot
1: And I'm very excited because I saw that there were a couple of new ones on iTunes but I am making the effort to look elsewhere because I feel like I've been relying too much on iTunes. So I have one today from Facebook.
0: (laughs) You thief.
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to do that.
0: I knew you were going to do that one. You want to do it if you want to. No, 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 no. I'm actually going to do one from our email.
1: Okay. Okay, fine. (laughs) All right. So my shout out comes from Facebook. Facebook person, I almost said. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel uh, M. Although I'm pretty sure that's just her middle name, Marie. Rachel Marie. Hey, we share the same middle name. And Rachel says, "Do you ever get the feeling when you're listening to a podcast that you're actually listening to your best friends chat about all of your favorite things?" No. Well, then you need to be listening to HoYa. Not only do Amy and Jackie nail their King of the Hill recaps and discussions, they sprinkle in the best extra content regarding culture mental health, humor, and making this world a better place. I guarantee you will laugh along with them and will want to listen no matter what you've got going on with your day-to-day life. I know I do! And then there's an emoji with star eyes.
0: Oh my god! That's so nice! That's so nice! (laughs) Oh, Holy shit! Okay, but you know what, Jackie? That was incredible, but She also sent us an amazing email. (gasps) Yeah. Is your shout out from Rachel too? It is indeed. But I'm going to say it anyway because it's, I gotta, I gotta give, gotta give them props. Yeah, we'll do brief
1: feeds if you send us uh, (laughs) nice things through
0: different media. Yeah, for sure. But this one is particular. I'm going to do a little, little clip it of the, of the email. And here it is. I haven't seen this. I'm excited. So Rachel is also um, a new patron of ours, which I believe we gave her a shout out. I can't remember. I think we did. Anyway, she's a new patron of ours and she is there for the, the watch party and um, she wasn't able to make it for this one. So she sent us an email and basically just to break this down real quick, you know, she had, she had said, I had committed myself to not missing it for the world. In fact, I was going to just ask for that day off, but due to unforeseen feminine awesomeness, I've been experiencing on the daily, by listening to y'all, I've gained the confidence to actually approach my boss today and better my position in life by asking for a department transfer. This will not only help me make more money in the short term, but I'll be able to move up within the company and, fingers crossed, have a schedule where I don't work nights and weekends again. So yada, 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 if my plan succeeds, I'm going to owe you two a huge shout out. What? Oh, my God. I know. I have chills. Chills. I know. I was, first of all, fuck yes, Rachel. Get that transfer. Get that promotion and make that money. I am so proud of you. And, you know, let us know how it goes, whether it works out or not. Either way, you have taken a step in, you know, improving your life just by having the the confidence and the, what's the word I'm looking for, Jackie? Just
1: Valuing yourself enough to take that step.
0: Absolutely. Which
1: I can tell you is so hard because I've oh. been struggling to do that at my job too, where yep. everyone is lovely and they just seem to really want to see me succeed. But I've been feeling so overwhelmed that I've cried myself to sleep. I haven't slept oh. at nights. I'm just stressed out. The workload is overwhelming. And will keep saying you know you need to advocate for yourself. I've I've heard other people say that too and it's so hard cuz you're mm-hmm. the, you're not equals with your superiors. There's a difference in power dynamic and it's terrifying to say I can't do this or I need to turn this down, you know. And uh and I've started taking baby steps just trying to tell myself, you know, the responsible you don't want to disappoint people, but the responsible thing to do is to know what your limits are, what your boundaries are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: what you're capable of and what you, not how much you can take on, but knowing how much you could take on and still produce quality work. And it's really hard
0: to, yes.
1: you know, stand up for yourself. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Rachel and yeah. Keep us posted on how that goes. It's
0: yeah, absolutely. Cause you know, like you said, Jackie, yeah. Yeah. You know, you've heard people say, advocate for yourself. I've said that to people and it's still so hard for me to do it for myself. So, you know, Rachel, you are advocating for yourself at this point and you are like taking that step to bettering your life and your, and your work situation. And it is vitally important and it's so hard to do. So that is crazy brave of you. And we are so proud of you and we cannot wait to hear how it went. Regardless of what happened, you've already, you've already had such a massive step forward. Shout outs are all about Rachel this week. Hell yeah. But I do have one more. Oh. And it's from iTunes. And I, is it I really Rachel? love this one. It's, I don't think it is. <laughs> but that would be hilarious <laughs> if it actually is. I don't think it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this and this one, is
1: by Finger Dildo Twat.
0: Is that That's Rachel.
2: Rachel <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I do wonder if a uh, user finger dildo twat would make it through the iTunes sensors. <laughs> Somebody give it a try. <laughs> you have to
2: spell
1: it with like an eight or something, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Never> know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this one is from Promcom Concern. Hmm. Hmm. Subject, a strong, sensual King of the Hill podcast. (laughs) Love it already. If you love King of the Hill, jokes, friends, not the sitcom, and podcasts, then this is a show for you. Amy and Jackie have put together a very me podcast that will have you laughing and probably peeing every Tuesday. To Hank, God, there are still so mucho seasons to cover. (laughs) Via (laughs) Condio. Yeah, (laughs) I love that one. Excellent job, PromCom Concern. (laughs) Yeah, that was great.
1: I have no concerns over that.
0: Mm -mm. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, Rachel, mainly. (laughs) Well, not (laughs) mainly, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Thank you, Rachel and PromCom Concern. And anybody else who sent us recently any messages or and also everybody in our Facebook group. I love you. We just hit 200 people that are in the group, and it's just so exciting. And we love y'all.
1: And I love that you called a Facebook group.
0: Did I? No, I didn't. Shut up. I like that. <laughs> I told Jackie to get get all of her like making fun of me mispronouncing things out right now. Don't you dare do it in front of Ama. <laughs> you will respect me, damn it. <laughs> of course I'll respect you. I do respect you. Getting up getting up of course. You I'm a lot. Listen.
1: You uh, <laughs> you have nothing to be concerned about. I, there are people literally leaving us comments about how they have a crush on you and your confidence.
0: I know, I saw that comment, and I was like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I said. It is very attractive. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. So, listen, I think we actually, we have to do a shout out, Patreon shout-out, oh, Patreon. hey. Yeah, and it is Rachel Ann. Is it really? <laughs> yeah! Hey. Yes, Rachel! Rachel's joining us for the live watch party. But- <laughs> What a cutie pie. Yay. So uh, we've got we've got Rachel joining us now. We do need to make an announcement. We are going to have to postpone our live episodes. We have our last one coming up uh, the 22nd. So Sunday, March 22nd at 4.30 p.m. Unfortunately, we're just between our schedules and life and just a lot of things going on. We are unable to do the live episodes for the time being. Uh, We do plan on bringing them back again. We just can't say exactly when, when things kind of chill out, really, when, you know, we're able to actually work our schedules around it. Um, So with that said, after this live episode on, uh, I believe, well, this coming up Sunday, once this episode comes out, it'll be this coming up Sunday. We will be dropping everyone down to the $5 tier. So we'll still have the watch parties every month. um, And... Once we are able to figure out when we're able to come back for the live episodes, we will let everyone know. And if you want to join us again, you're more than welcome. We're not quite sure what's going to happen with the tears. If we're, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that, but we will figure it out and we will let you know.
1: Yeah. So it's definitely totally temps. It's a temp situation, but Mm -hmm. yeah, just between our workloads and me trying to take care of a sick parent from multiple States away and, crying myself to sleep it's like I just don't have the time
0: (laughs) right and and it was either you know we have to like you know temporarily suspend live podcast episodes or like not record as often and we definitely both yeah we both agree that we don't want to record less often we don't want to have to stop the podcast because it for both of us it's like the highlight of our weeks. So the last thing we want to do is stop. Yeah, definitely don't want to stop the podcast. So I think for now, the live episodes, the the best solution we could come up with.
1: Yeah. And I, we, we have some other things that we're trying to put out or add on to the Patreon. So, you know, if anyone else has any thoughts or ideas for Mm -hmm. things we could do, Uh, in the interim. That's a word that I just learned. It is indeed. Yeah. Let us know. We're open to any and all suggestions. We just love opportunities to give you all extra stuff and, and connect in different ways. So please
0: let us know if you have any ideas. Right. Right. Yeah. But right. And in the meantime, still have the live episodes or I'm sorry, live watch parties and our regular episodes coming out and uh, every week. And we don't plan on changing that anytime soon. So thank you everyone who has joined us for the past live podcasts and supported us with them. We are so grateful, so, so grateful for it. And, you know, we will, we will be back with the live podcast episodes for sure.
1: Yeah. For this last one, let's get nice. I'm going to wear blue eyeshadow.
0: Ooh. I'm
1: so excited. Maybe Up we to your eyebrows. Be- <gasps> yes, but I don't have a lot. I have like low caveman eyebrows so I can never do that like I always want to look like Mimi from the Drew Carey show and she has those nice high eyebrows I don't know if she draws them on or what but it gives you like a solid three inches of eyelid to just draw
0: eyeshadow on and I just get get some glue sticks get some high high powered uh foundation and do do the drag queen move Get rid of your eyebrows, draw them up to your hairline, and then you'll have just so much space for blue eyeshadow. (laughs) Oh,
1: man. I wish we were. I don't know. Do we know what episode episode? (laughs) Idiot.
0: (laughs) See, I'll do it to myself, too. Do we
1: know what episode we're doing yet?
0: No, no. We have no idea. I still have no idea. But I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, we will have figured it out. (laughs) Well, just the thought. Maybe
1: we could do that uh, Peggy pageant one. And oh, that's I a good watch one. Glue my
0: eyebrows down. Oh, uh, I'll duct tape my ass really <laughs> high, and then I'll and then I'll bust out of it. I'll squeeze real hard and I'll bust out of the duct
1: tape. <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna do that thing where you like t- put tape on one side of your face and wrap it all around to the o- other side of your face, so it just pulls your cheeks back.
0: <gasps> Amazing.
1: Let's see how much we can distort our our faces everyone yeah your tape get your glue sticks ready uh get some clown makeup feathers Mm. i don't know
0: yeah yeah why not absolutely just an idea highlights highlight your hair do something i don't know yeah it'll be great it will be great so with all that said i think it's about time for us to uh bring in the lovely ama are you Um, ready jackie
1: Yeah, I see her her in the distance. It's uh, it's like a little little pin of light shooting towards us like an asteroid. Here she comes. She's coming.
0: She's so beautiful. She's she's blinding me.
1: She looks just like Keanu Reeves jumping out of a plane.
0: And we're Patrick and we're Patrick Swayze. Swayze! <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So I'm going to stop this recording. All right, so everyone, we are here now with Amma Marfo, our lovely guest. And beforehand, let's let's do a little intro for her. Okay. Okay. Amma is a comedian, writer, and comedy critic. Currently based in Boston, but grew up in Florida watching too many cartoons. She's a self-professed comedy nerd and spends too much time watching it, learning about it, talking to comedians for the website The Intero Bang, and had to join us for this episode to help explore what King of the Hill as a show has to say about comedy as a form.
2: Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, Amy. I am so excited to get to do this. Oh, we are super stoked.
1: Yes, and and um, I know we've been uh, you sent us a nice pronunciation of your name, Ama as in llama. Uh, yes, so forgive that's usually us usually the easiest sl-
2: way to explain it.
1: Yeah, we may switch back and forth, but please forgive us if that happens. We we keep calling you Amma, which I know it,
2: not. it happens all the time. I'm sure
0: it does yeah. like, <laughs> not. It's no
1: excuse though,
0: Ama. You have you you know you've listened to the show and everything with us, and we follow each other on Instagram. We've seen you. I've seen your uh, stories about you doing stand up. Yeah. And, Which is amazing and so brave. It terrifies me. The thought of that terrifies me. Don't look at
2: it. Is it definitely has its scary moments. It is not always an easy thing to do. And it's funny because the main parts of my work are speaking. So I do a lot of consulting and facilitating and Mm -hmm. writing. So I write for websites, and it's the hardest version of both of those things I ever do. It's so different for some
0: reason. Oh man. The hardest part of two things. That sounds terrifying. And I just and I do it voluntarily. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I admire that so much though cuz I uh was briefly, of course in my early twenties, as most people in college, was briefly a part of a comedy improv troupe for about a year.
2: And statistically everybody was.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> and uh the the gentleman that ran it, his name was Dave Lee, one of the angriest people I've ever met, but also one of the best teachers I've ever had. He would make us do challenges every week to I don't know, make us funnier. But uh one of them one week was to go to an open mic and it was terrifying and Mm -hmm. terrifying exciting uh and I had I definitely blacked out but it was something (laughs) that I've wanted to do more of ever since but it is just so hard writing jokes having a perspective that is unique and making it funny it's it's crazy and I really admire it.
2: And that blackout part is real. Like, sometimes I'll go up and then come back and, like, have a friend there or somebody else. I'm like, how did it go? I don't remember. (laughs) Um, So, as far as I can tell, it's gone okay. Um, Bombing is pretty rare. And even then, people tend to be fairly polite about it. So, I'll take that.
0: Yeah. Great. See, I I always imagine that it's, like, the typical, they, like, throw fruit at you and just boo, boo the whole time.
2: (laughs) No one's thrown anything. I've not heard too many boos. Heckling will happen sometimes, but like most of the time, that person will shut up once it's like, Do you want to come up here and do this? If you don't, then you don't get to talk. So it tends to handle itself.
0: Okay, I guess I don't. Like, yeah. No?
2: Great. Let's keep it moving. If you've got real substitute teacher energy sometimes. It's like, I got stuff to get through. Let's keep this going.
0: With I think Peggy Hill energy. Love
2: yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Real Peggy Hill energy. Like, let's just keep this moving. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I got jokes I need you to laugh let's go. Yeah. I have <laughs> 5 exactly. minutes.
1: You're wasting my time.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we're I mean perfect episode for you to come in on with the comedy the traffic comedy uh school which you know you you were well, thankfully you sent us some uh some great links and one of them was that I guess traffic comedy schools are a thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, it was something that I remember like from this episode and then just reading Vulture, I think back in November, I guess it was, when it got published, seeing that article and just like going through and reading it. And like it said, like there's some available in Texas and in Florida where all three of us are from. Like There are some, but over 2,000 in California is yeah. madness. So the fact that it's not only a real <sighs> thing, but that prominent of a thing is nuts to me.
1: It kind of makes sense in wow. California, though, because everyone is trying so hard to have a career, like a
0: career in show are they all? Are they all in Los Angeles? Like, just 2,000 <laughs> different? Yeah,
2: just traffic. a bunch of different ones. And, like, one company that runs, like, 1,300 of them. But, like, once you go into the website, the author was saying, like, you can't distinguish one from another. So I think it's just someone that wanted presence in that space. So they built 1,300 different links to be like, come to mind.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. That's brilliant.
2: That, yeah, like it's I, a lot of, it, I was like, it's a lot of work, but damn it, I respect it, right? Like,
1: yeah, I, that's the hustle. Didn't realize mm-hmm. that was a thing. And that is maybe my new dream job now, because I was love it is. to get into comedy, but people have to, people have to laugh at you because they need <laughs> to get those points off their license.
2: Exactly. Right. Like it's a captive audience that needs something from you. So they'll do whatever it takes. It's perfect. <laughs>
1: It's like the middle of the day, everyone's sober in a classroom.
2: Like the worst conditions for the worst conditions for comedy. Sober people in a classroom and it's like please laugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, no. That is like I'm like sweating at the thought of that. I I, I had to do um a, like a a maid of honor speech for a friend mm-hmm. like five years ago and I'm still not over it like I haven't <laughs> recovered and I definitely did the blackout and I think it was probably about 30 seconds long just like I love you <laughs> okay bye <laughs> and I just like ran away
2: <laughs> it's like please nobody look or speak to me I did my job I
0: know I, know. I guess uh let's see do you guys want to get into the episode let's hit yeah. it yeah Okay episode traffic jam air date February 22nd 1998 oh my god I totally forgot something hold on one of our listeners Mm -hmm. uh sent in an email to us because a couple couple of episodes back uh Jackie you had looked up on this day uh like a little info for on this day yeah and let's see here so one of our one of our listeners was like I'm really bored. I'm homesick. And I went through all of the upcoming episodes and found out like what happened on that day for, oh. a, for a lot up until propane. So up until the end of season two, up until oh, wow. propane boom. I know. I was like, you're absolutely incredible. Thank you very much because I had already forgotten. We said we would do that. <laughs> 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 so, I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. So, uh February 22nd, 1998, um the 150th year anniversary of the February Revolution in France, 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 in France led to the establishment of this French Second Republic. Don't you mean French Second Republic? The French the, Second the Republic. Fr- the French Second Republic. <laughs> That's what it was so. Apparently, there was a revolution 150 years prior to February 22nd, 1998. Well, how about that? And that—that that is from our friend Leandro. Hey. Thank you for your service, Leandro.
1: Thank you so Seriously. much. Seriously, I think I—I I tried to look something up earlier, and nothing really stood out. But I think I saw maybe also that Tori Tori Amos
0: got married. Oh. So, air date February 22nd, 1998. We open on Hank and Peggy in the in the kitchen. Hank's brushing his teeth in the sink, in the kitchen sink, which is just gross. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> Peggy is yeah. I know, Well, Peggy is furiously grading paper. She has a one day, I think, one day turnaround. One day time. turnaround,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Impressive. Yeah. She, she's incredible. I Come appreciate on. that. Award winning mm-hmm. even. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. So as they're they're leaving, they're backing out of the driveway. Hank and Khan's cars collide, causing, like, pretty substantial damage to both of their cars. You know, Khan and Hank are talking about it. Hank is pissed. He's like, Khan, you know, we back out to the right over here, which I don't even know if that's true. What does that even mean? I've never thought about it. Maybe the alley
1: is one way. Oh, maybe Mm. so. I definitely took it more as, like, a here in America
2: yeah yeah that's how that's what it felt like it meant to me, and nah. I thought about it. I was like, when I back out, what do I do? And I guess it is typically to the
0: right.'m <laughs> trying to... I don't know so Hank, you know he has to go to his insurance adjuster at you know to make sure they can cover like the the damage and all that, and of course, you know you pay all this money for insurance, but you still end up having to pay even more. Your rates are gonna go up, apparently. you know you're gonna get
1: speaking about insurance, I don't know what it's like. A lot of places, but of course, un- you know, not surprisingly, it's insane in New York um, mm. insurance. And my dad was saying, because he lives in New York, he was saying that there's this thing where if you go long enough without getting into a car accident, your rate goes up because the logic behind that is if you've gone so long that the odds that one is going to happen is even greater the longer you go. Wow. Isn't
2: that crazy? I'm just okay at math, but that doesn't sound right to me. I feel like you've done something right for long enough. You stand to continue doing things right for a good deal further. I don't know.
1: That's like (laughs) the kind of logic people with agoraphobia use or something. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm so afraid to leave the house that, like, nothing has happened for so long that something's bound to happen now, you know? Right. It's like the logic of, like, a mentally ill person. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is bananas and that would really I would just start you know ramming into people all the time either way my rates are going up fuck it
2: that's true <laughs> like get loose with it for heaven's sake
0: <laughs> drive drunk it's fine <laughs> who cares yeah just tap into a
1: telephone pole every five years
0: <laughs> just just a little tippy tap that's it just, just that. enough to give a little bit of a dent mm-hmm. just tap taparoo <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, So he goes to his insurance adjuster, which is Mrs. Kaliki Aliki. fuck that up, um, who is actually the mother to the Flying Hawaiian, who is a star football player at Mm -hmm. uh, Arlen High. We find that out later. It's a whole big deal. I was
1: so excited to see her.
0: I remember the first time I made that connection. I was so excited. I was
2: like, she's here too. Amazing.
0: I think we see her another time before the Flying Hawaiian episode, but I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll we'll come along it. We'll come along it. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up on it at some point. Amy, I told you
1: I wouldn't <laughs> make fun if you would. You're
0: making it really hard. <laughs> she informs Hank that, you know, if he wants to avoid the rate increase and the points on his license, then he can take a... Um, a traffic school like an in person traffic school thing and she gives them all these brochures and there's just tons of different options there's an ice cream lovers a chocolate lovers a a singles uh, insurance or defensive driving, whatever they're called, traffic school. There's I love the way something... that Luann put it. She's like,
2: single I... traffic school, smokers traffic school, vegetarian traffic school. It's like, no matter what problem you have, there's a traffic school. <laughs> <laughs> <for>. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I love that.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so, you know, Hank, he's he's saying, oh, I don't want all those frivolous things. He So he picks one that says the defensive driving school. So he takes it, you know, literally as defensive driving school and he's like all right this one looks more my speed but it turns out that it is a stand-up comedy traffic school and in kind of you know def jams def jam comedy mm-hmm. and i think that's where they get the defensive driving school so you know everyone in the cons in the class because you know Khan's got a great sense of humor but everyone <laughs> is, everyone is in the class and they think that you know, the teacher his name is buddha sack and they think he's hilarious he is played by Chris Rock who is hilarious and of course the only person who doesn't find it funny is Hank
2: and the fu- the interesting part to me was like if you think about the sense of humor that we kind of got a peek at from Hank last week like that Hank is gone this week like the sense of humor is more or less disappeared which felt so weird to me but also like a little bit fun to kind of see when he thinks it's okay and when he thinks it isn't okay
0: he almost never thinks it's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's very rare that Hank jokes around.
1: Especially, I, I guess, especially when it comes to a class or something to do with a uh, legal matter. I don't know. But he does tell a joke at the end of the episode that I was just like, holy shit. Like
2: He, he does. I did. I was so proud of him at that moment. Yeah, I know. I was like, he got it. Way to go, Hank. Way I know.
1: <laughs> and I like his delivery just the same as like if he was just telling you a fact about whatever. <laughs> about propane. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or propane accessories. Yes, right. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> uh, but Hank, you know, he's he's like shocked. He's kind of like, well, this is so inappropriate, and he kind of says, Mist- "Mr. Sachs, uh, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, criticize your lesson plan, but do you actually have one?" And so Budisak just starts railing on Hank, like you know, making fun of him, calling him out. Yeah, it's great. Everybody's loving it, and Hank is not feeling it he's you know of course embarrassed and confused so yeah, uh, he returns home you know Hank goes home and they're all having dinner and he's like tell he's kind of like yeah, this guy was he thinks he's so funny blah 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 his name is Buddha Sack and Bobby's like oh my god you got to see Buddha Sack that guy's hilarious and of course Hank is just like oh Bobby you <laughs> you dumb dumb fool yeah no <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Hank, in his strange wisdom, thinks that bringing Bobby to see a comedian that he really likes is going to make Bobby change from wanting to do stand-up comedy to realizing that, like, comedians are, you know, the show business is inherently evil, and comedians are sad <laughs> and lonely. <laughs> I love that
1: part. He, tell, he, he tells Bobby, you know, we were going to wait to tell you this, but show business is inherently evil and comedians are just show-offs and
2: peggy's like we weren't gonna tell him until he was 15 yeah,
1: it's I fantastic i know i know i love that and i love that he uh, um he mentions too that uh that he was
0: he was on uh breakfast at the breakfast apollo, at the apollo. <laughs> <laughs> so again you know hank thinks that this is a prime example he says to bobby you know they're lonely sad people yeah they get hot women and fast cars fast and cars. <laughs>
2: he's, like, he's like oh they get fast cars Just, <laughs> i know Hank has lost the ability to sell like he's selling the wrong parts and bobby predictably picks up on the wrong parts yeah <laughs> of
0: course anybody would <laughs> i'd be like hot women and
1: fast cars let's go oh yeah <laughs> sounds, sounds great it's evil <laughs> i'm in
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds fun. So Hank brings Bobby to the next class and, uh, Budisak, you know, sees Bobby. Bobby's cracking up every, like everyone else. Cause he's got a good sense of humor and Budisak brings him on stage. And so Bobby gets like a little taste of like the crowd laughing at a joke for him. And Buddha gives him like props for like, you know, having a good little joke and, you know, going up there and, you know, being on stage. So, of course, it just all backfires on Hank. Like, this plan failed spectacularly.
2: Said course. he's going to be the white rerun. People <laughs> love reruns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's addictive. Like, once you get up there, you're like, that was terrifying. It, it, and it,
2: yeah, and like if you go bad. up and it goes well, you're like, oh, I got to keep doing this.
1: And <laughs> somehow, and it might have something to do with like, it might be a self hating thing or a need punishment but if it goes bad then
2: you want to do it
1: again I don't know yeah because you're
2: like I can do better than that or I have better than that or yeah it either way it's it's a horribly addictive process (laughs) either way
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bobby he's he's inspired by his experience on the stage and he starts to like rehearse his own act but he's imitating Buddha so he takes the routine to Buddha he's there he's working work I guess he works there as well he's like you know emptying ketchup bottles into the other one and bobby starts to kind of rehearse his routine and buddha's like bobby you're not black you can't say these things like this is not your routine you can't do this he's like get in touch with your white roots so (laughs) he says you know find what's funny to you find from your perspective you know don't just imitate other people bobby says something like well my dad says that comedians are sad and lonely and buddha says well You know, do you think, I can't remember who he says, do you think so-and-so got so funny by listening to his dad? No. So Bobby takes this all back and says to Hank, he's like, well, he told me not to listen to you. so I'm just going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And also my dad's uh, urethra is narrow. It's just like Bobby has just no concept of what's appropriate
2: he's like find things that are funny to you and then of course drops that tidbit which comes back later but yeah and and, and in buddha's defense the joke that he comes
0: up with is a very good joke yeah. <laughs> I know it's great <laughs> so bobby starts to work on his own stuff he like hits up peggy like what's our our history and <laughs> none of it is good none of it is good at all i like the part oh. when
1: uh peggy just gives him some bits about like we had an aunt we called miss magoo because she was blind and she drank a lot and And she drank and another story about an out-of-control butter churn and then you you just see him trying out these jokes in front of what connie and joseph and connie and joseph just hear him like and it was and the butter churn was out of control it's just like at least put a spin on it or something
2: (laughs) and then like he tries to tell it and it doesn't work and then he says what i've actually heard like some fairly prominent, like, national comedian say, which is like, you're lucky, Connie, you're ethnic. Yeah. And th- and it's like, Joseph and I are just funny, which is a joke with levels, frankly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. I, re- I know, I love that. I wrote
2: oh, that sorry, line down,
1: too. I love that. You're so lucky, Connie, you're ethnic. Joseph and I are just nothing. We're just white and boring. And Joseph's yeah. Yeah, like, we're just yeah. white and boring.
0: <laughs> I know, I, I thought that, when I listened to that, I thought that it kind of sounded like, Joseph was kind of like, yeah. Almost like, yeah, like Joseph. He did, he sounded
2: like he didn't even fully believe it, but like,
0: yeah, I didn't catch that. uh. But that's like almost like a, yeah, I guess I don't know, maybe I'm not.
2: (laughs) 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 And like, it was surprising to me because it's this is an episode from like 1998, and I think now about like the fact that we're getting better representation. In comedy and on TV, and like I've heard white comedians say this, where they're like, "Oh, well, we're not ethnic, so people don't want what we're selling right now." And I was like, "Oh, Buttercup, you're in no danger at all." Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. What about the white comedian yeah, And it's like, okay, I can't. exactly. It's like it's hard being me, and I was like, oh, hmm, <laughs> where even to begin? Oh, but God. yeah, that sentiment lives on in uh, 2020 for whatever reason.
1: That argument is—it's harder now than
0: ever to be a white man and it's just like you're still so you're still so much more privileged and far ahead like it's not even it, it doesn't count this does not count yeah exactly
2: and it's like do you know how hard the people that you think are taking something away for you like how fast and how hard they had to run to get there like settle down you're just, fine just you're to gonna like, be fine
1: get and like close enough to be like still under you yeah. right and they were just and like they got there just by being born
2: and like one person, one person that said that to me, like I was interviewing upon the release of like his nationally televised special. So I was like, mm, "How, how does that make sense to you? That like people don't want what you're selling, but I am interviewing you to give you publicity for a thing that will be on TV nationwide. Like, where exactly do you think you lost? Who was it? I, I'm not gonna. I'll say after <laughs>
1: we know <laughs> they're a man. Everyone, get him. <laughs> We have all the information we need. <laughs> How...
0: <laughs> How profoundly stupid of them. Yeah. My God.
2: It's like, I mean, people will, and I talk about this all the time, like most comedians are smarter than we give them credit for, but that was a profoundly dumb thing to say. <laughs> Some of them are
1: yeah. really dumb, though.
2: Well, and it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, I'm sure that this person does not remember saying it, and I think about it every single time I see them on TV, or one of People that like he and I know in common. Every time I see them, like it stuck with me, and I'm sure he does not remember it all.
0: Yeah, he, he no, of course, because it's of no consequence to him. If exactly.
1: anything, he probably was just like he probably said it and just like interpreted whatever like reaction you tried to not have overtly as she agrees
0: with me.
2: That's another element of it. Like if no one pushes back, I'm right. Yeah, mm-hmm, no,
0: you're not. So Hank goes back to the traffic class, and he kind of starts he gets into an argument he's just going back and forth with bud sax boo is making fat mom jokes and you know hank's just like how dare you my mother's not fat you haven't even met her
2: <laughs> and then just has her weight which oh my gosh who does no, that?
0: just straight up. and why does hank know his mother's weight also that that's so weird yeah so Hank comes out with that, and you know he says, "Well, you, first of all, you know if you're going to pick on someone, you might as well, you know, have the the balls to pick on me." And so Buddha uses the narrow urethra joke that Bobby just so gifted to him, yeah. and he slams Hank <laughs> with the joke. It, he says, "You know, sperm's coming out up two, three, four, <laughs> coming out single file, single file, <laughs> which is probably true."
2: <laughs> Like it's a, it's not a nice joke, but it's a good joke. Like well composed, he told it how it needed to be told. Like one of those things where it's like you're not supposed to laugh, but oh, you want
0: to. Yeah, yeah, it's a good burn. It was a good burn. Single file, firm. That would be like a
1: mist. Would you even it?
0: <laughs> like a drip.
1: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it could be it like a drizzle. Oh,
2: oh, God, Amy. Like a, like a kinked garden hose. <laughs> if there are any ballistics experts listening, just who's, <laughs> who's right? I'm genuinely concerned.
0: <laughs> so, you know, Hank is, he's had enough at this point. Um, he goes to the the director of the, you know, of all the different traffic schools. And he tells them, he's like, you know, he he was talking shit about my mom. He made fun of me. You know, it was really insulting, and you know, the the director, he's like, you know, I never really understood his humor anyway, and he's, I guess he was already on thin ice, you know, because of, maybe there were other complaints, or I guess the director just didn't like his humor. So he calls him in, and he fires him, he fires Buda Sac, uh, because of Hank's complaint, so Hank gets this guy fired, because he can't take a fucking joke. Yeah, you see him talking to that guy too. And (laughs) of
1: course, one of the first things he's saying is, and he's never even met my mother.
0: Well, well, yeah, I know, it's he, the guy who says, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, he's like, is your
2: mom fat? He's like, no, I've never even met her. It's like, then that's not funny. <laughs> like, oh, if it were true, then he would have gotten a pass. It's like, well, she is. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. So, like, the <laughs> questioning was hilarious to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. So, sadly, Budisak gets fired. But uh, Bobby, you know, I can't remember. Does Bobby talk to him about going up and doing the... Like, does he invite him to do the the comedy, the free, like the open improv? What is it called? Like the open, open mic. mic. So I open think he mic. did
2: it in the conversation before. So right. like, okay. So Thank in you. between all of this is when he's like working on the material.
0: Right. That's right. Okay. That's what I thought. So I did, I did have a
2: question I wanted to ask, though. Please. So in that conversation that he's having with the director, he also talks about like the videos being too mild and we need I saw one called red asphalt in high school so I wanted to ask since we all went to high school in Florida did your driver's ed class have a video because mine did and it was kind of ridiculous
0: (laughs) so mine didn't I went to a charter high school and it was it had previously been like a reform high school like a it was pretty it was like for kids that got kicked out of you know public school whatever and then they kind of changed it into a charter so it was still kind of they didn't really know what they were doing. Gotcha. So we didn't have driver's ed. We didn't have anything like that. We didn't even have like physical education. I don't think. those are free
1: for all there. I would skip classes really at was. my school and then just sit in classes at her school and no one said <laughs> anything.
2: That's I incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to school for a solid year at one point. I just sat, you know, but
2: <laughs> Listen, if the infrastructure wasn't there to stop you, it is an achievement on your part.
0: It did eventually.
2: (laughs) It just took them a while. (laughs) They got got better at what they were doing and shut some things down. So you had a heyday. They
0: they figured out where I was hiding. And it was the library. (laughs) Jackie.
1: They did have a video for Driver's Ed. And I think it was maybe all I remember from it was the teacher beforehand being like, there's going to be some graphic imagery in this, but I don't actually remember it. What I do remember was in elementary school, everyone got rounded up and went into the gym. And we all, the entire school had to watch this video about the danger of trains. And uh, it was just a- Trains. Trains. Like, choo-choo. Oh, okay. And uh, it was just a video. It was a short movie about friends daring each other to play on the tracks. And spoiler, spoiler Two of the kids ended up getting run over at the end, and I can't walk across train tracks to this day without getting <laughs> very scared.
2: So, so what I'm hearing is that the video did exactly what it needed to do.
1: Yes, it worked very It was 100% bad.
2: effective. Yes. <laughs> what about you? So ours was a Lifetime movie called The Accident. Um, have you seen what? it? No,
1: but it sounds sexy.
2: All I really re- all I really remember about it is that it was these girls that were driving, I think home from a party and they were drunk and then one girl essentially like gets in a car accident that kills her best friend and it's this whole thing about how she feels guilty about it and the only other thing I remember is that the song they were listening to in the car when the crash happens was The Macarena and I was like who just listens to The Macarena like in their car it's a very active song like it has a <laughs> dance why were they just listening to it so there may have been another point but that's literally where they lost me. It's
1: like listening to the Cupid shuffle in your car. <laughs>
2: exactly. It would be like just driving around listening to the Cupid shuffle as though that were a regular, normal thing.
0: Yeah, and not moving along to it, just like. yeah,
2: just Yeah, it didn't happen. Just recklessly driving and listening to it like it's a regular song with no corresponding dance moves.
0: I neglected to mention that when Bobby was originally speaking with Buddha Sachs, you know, he he invited Bobby to an open mic night and he's like, work on some material and come on up. So Bobby, you know, his first attempt at the jokes, like, you know, the out of control butter churner uh, didn't stick. So he and Joseph uh, go down into Dale's terrifying basement and use uh, Dale's computer, which is definitely being monitored by, all sorts of government agencies. Oh, 100%. 100%. And they, you know, they searched keywords, which is white, roots, and funny. (laughs) So (laughs) naturally, because the internet is a cesspool, the first place they come upon is a white nationalist, like Aryan Brotherhood type website.
2: With that meaty file of Dixie playing in the background, which is... Such a specific time in internet web development. I, like, that might have been the best part. Everybody's, like, website that they coded had, like, media music in the background. And yeah,
0: GeoCities. GeoCity. Ge- Geo yeah. I was trying to think about yeah. GeoCity. Bobby gets uh, some new material that he's ready to showcase. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> so we see Bobby. He's in a nice outfit. He goes out to the guys. It's, uh... Bill, Dale, and Boomhauer, they're all standing around just beer cans littered littered around them. <laughs> just mm-hmm. have beer cans all over the place. They're just hanging out, drinking beers. And Bobby asked one of them to drive him to the comedy club is what I think it's called.
2: Okay. Well, I, I could specify, but it's one of my trivia questions, so I'm going to hold it.
0: It's one of mine too. <laughs> okay. We'll hold it. So we'll do it to Jackie. They take Bobby, uh, Dale and Bill take Bobby to the comedy club. Boomhauer doesn't go because apparently he I can't <laughs> tell if he said that he had a threesome with two of the servers there or if he banged one and then found out one was a roommate and then after he had banged the other one so it, he called it a double boink. Yes, yeah, just a dang old double <laughs> boink, man. What who whatever that means. I, I love Bobby's face is like, "Oh my oh god." My god. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, drunk Bill and Dale take Bobby, <laughs> they drive him, uh, to the, the comedy club. Bobby goes up there and he just starts to say some really fucking racist jokes that are not, nobody is okay with. They are not, nobody is okay with rightfully so. Uh, Dale just <laughs> skedaddles, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Takes off running, and at this point, Hank has found out from Boomhauer where Bobby went, and he, you know, rushes to go stop him. He doesn't realize, like, the material Bobby has, but he doesn't want Bobby to do stand-up. He's He just doesn't want it to happen, so Hank rushes there. He runs inside, and almost in the nick of time to stop Bobby because, you know, Bobby is just really he's is this mic on kind of thing he's still trying to power through with all this stuff and the crowd's yelling at him and you know saying that's racist that's you can't say those things hank goes up and he's like stop you know he's only 12 he doesn't know what he's doing and one of them is just like well what are you the grand wizard which i i love that (laughs) (laughs) i love that one so buddhist axe comes up and he's just like what Wait a second, everyone, what's going on here? He's like, you know, he can't say that, right? And he kind of makes a speech about, you know, freedom of speech and that, you know, this is America. We should be able to say whatever we want. And the crowd is still like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't you can say what you want, but you're you're not free from like criticism for mm-hmm. saying whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So he realized he's like, oh shit, I'm losing them. So then he starts to make fun of Hank. He starts. Saying that he's got a small ass and <laughs> that he can hula hoop with a Cheerio. <laughs> Not a fruit loop, a Cheerio. <laughs> a Cheerio. <laughs> and basically saves the day, saves Bobby from, you know, just having a terrible reputation as a horrible racist. So Yeah. Hank Hank, you know, is very grateful. He feels, he's like, I'm really sorry I got you fired from your job. Thank you so much for what you did for my boy up there. You know, if you want a real job. Uh why don't you consider selling propane? I can get you a job at my place. And Hank makes good on that and gets uh Buddha Sachs, which what's his real name? Roger. Roger. That's it. Roger Sachs gets him a job at pro uh Strickland Propane. And Hank has a tiny amount of humor that he's able to <laughs> squeeze out. <laughs> and we watch as they walk off into the sunset telling jokes to each other. And Hank, of course, getting offended about the propane joke. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the episode! Yay! Did it. I, oh, I struggled through that one. No,
2: you did a great so job. But we made it.
0: Listen, Ama, our very special guest, we want to know what you think.
2: Yeah. And- I really like this episode. It's it's a lot of fun. There are a lot of fun guest stars in it, too, which I liked. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, good, it's a good time that happens to like we mentioned, hit upon a couple of things that are actually really relevant in comedy. Um, So I liked being able to revisit it and recognize that like 20 years later, we're still having some version of these conversations amongst comedians and people that pay attention to and appreciate comedy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think about the idea of like who can tell what jokes, um, which is funny to me because I think about this and then Not too long later on The Office, like, one of the first things they have to deal with is Michael Scott forcing diversity training on everybody because he tried to tell a Chris Rock joke in The Office. So I don't know if that's, like, a thematic thing with Greg Daniels. If they have a relationship, I don't really know. but That's interesting. Like, I made that connection as well. And I was like, that's really, really funny. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. That episode, too, where he – and then in the sensitivity training, I think he makes a point to try
2: and tell the joke again. Like, no, you're not And they're like, you can't. That's – That's why we're here. Yeah, (laughs) And they use it in real diversity trainings of an example of what not to do. And I think there are actually stories of like once NBC started instituting that training, people from the office had to watch it as part of their own training, which I think is hysterical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ama, do you have like any favorite quotes or scenes or anything that you want to you want to mention if you haven't already? Oh, gosh. Um... I actually
2: really like the scene when Hank is in the office with like the manager of the comedy school. Cause then trying to figure out what people can and can't get in trouble for Like the idea that he had to ask if that thing was true before he decided, Oh, that's not a funny joke. Like that was really funny to me. Um, And then there was a joke that Budisak made about like freedom of speech and saying that Thomas Jefferson would roll over, which this is an offensive joke, but like structurally it's a great joke where he's like, Thomas Jefferson would roll over in his grave. And then the slave lady would be on top. And I was like, oh my God, I'd never heard that line before. And I was like, that's an awful and wonderful joke. Like it does what it needs to do, but oh, it's uncomfortable. So (laughs) that's kind of the point
0: really of all of this. And and of course Hank defends Thomas Jefferson. Of course he does. Of course that's he great. does. I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, that guy was a founding father. It doesn't mean he was a good person. Exactly. <laughs> I know.
1: Poor Hank. He has just a nice, comfortable black and white view of everything. And
2: oh my mm-hmm. God. When that's really challenged, does. it's... It's a, hard, it's a hard place to be. Like, one of my very, very favorite Hank lines, it comes up later, probably, like, season six, when um, it's the one where Bobby gets in trouble for dancing at the concert, and he ends up going out with, like, Jordan and Bobby and uh, Jordan's parents, and, like, one of the people that comes up on them calls Jordan's dad Ronald Reagan, and he's like, don't call me that, and Hank's like, yeah, don't
0: call him that, and I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, right. Of course, he just idolizes Reagan. He you know? really does, which of
2: has a lot of problems for a lot of reasons. But it doesn't. It feels very much how
0: Hank would handle it. Jackie, you got any?
1: Well, I love Bobby's little uh, microphone and speaker that he carries around.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> I love that. I kind of want to get one of those for myself. Um, I think I said all of my favorite parts. Uh, I was just one of the things I wanted to ask was if uh, either of you have taken a traffic school class or had to do that.
2: Uh, I did one online, so I didn't have to go in or like take uh, what I believe was one of the let me check my numbers, one of the 35, sorry, 33, one of the 33 in-person options offered by the state of Florida at the time. Um, I did it <laughs> online, um, finished in about an hour. Am exactly the same driver I was before I started, so I don't know if it took. Hard to say, but yeah, only once.
1: An hour, pretty good.
0: Yeah, I know. I've um, I've also only ever done the online ones, and I've done them many times because I've gotten so many tickets for not wearing my (laughs) seatbelt like an asshole. Uh, (laughs) I've done many online classes, and I've also done them all for my dad when he gets tickets. (laughs) So I've done a lot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I was going to say I've only uh done one, and it was online, but it wasn't for me. it was uh when I was a personal assistant for my boss at the time.
2: <laughs> oh wow,
1: yeah, but uh. it took me I remember it taking hours, but I mean I was getting I was on the clock, so it was like
0: yeah look, maybe maybe the, clock, well, longer than the time yeah <laughs> yeah, so th- that's my experience with traffic schools. I've never done one in person, and i I honestly didn't know that you could still do them in person.
1: Well, now I'm excited to go if there's one for chocoholics and comedy and, I mean, I can't even imagine. Single people.
0: Single
2: people. <laughs> like how I'm going to meet
0: my new beau.
2: I was going to say, is that the goal of the single people's one, to, like, pair off? Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> You're getting laid. You're getting <laughs> points <laughs> taken off of your, everybody's <laughs> pairing up, getting laid, and points taken off your license. It's awesome. Everybody yeah. wins. Everybody <laughs> wins. God, can you imagine the type of people that would go to a singles traffic school? (laughs) They'd be like me. (laughs) That's not a good... (laughs) Nobody wants those options.
1: (laughs) No, no. Now that you mention it, I'm just thinking of like pasty white people that live in their parents' basements and... (laughs) I don't know, are probably very sweaty.
2: It's like a singles (laughs) cruise, but you're not going anywhere. You just have to be in one spot the whole time.
0: Yeah. Oh, a singles cruise? Can you imagine? Oh, especially I mean, just right now because of like the whole COVID nineteen coronavirus. Like, yeah, a singles cruise is already like I just imagine fluid everywhere. Yeah, and then (laughs) just everywhere, everything slick to the touch. Everyone (laughs) has pink eye. (laughs) Everyone has pink eye, guaranteed. (laughs) And then to add coronavirus on top of it, and then like keeping everybody quarantined for how long? Oh. Everybody everybody's coming back sick. Everybody. Uh,
1: no, that Fragment shit's not sick. coming
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna like bomb it. Like yeah. Like, it's fine. This one, we don't need these people.
2: Uh, just leave them <laughs> out there.
1: A singles. Cruise, that entire boat is just slippery with jizz
0: <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying support <laughs> so crew they can't keep up with the laundry that they have to do like oh. those sheets are never getting fully cleaned it's
2: slippery <laughs> then sticky then crusty like it's awful. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, jackie did you have any other ones uh
1: i think i think i said everything else cool. that i wanted to say what about you
0: so, I have a fun fact that I read. Um, so, Buddha Sack's original name was Shut supposed up. to be... <laughs> Suck your trivia question. Suck, ah! it. Suck my trivia dick. So <laughs> <laughs> Buddha Sack's original name was Busta Nut. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Which is so good. And so, then the Fox censors were like, uh, no. So then they changed it to Busta Sacks, <laughs> And they still were like, uh, no. And that's where we got Buddha Sax from.
2: <laughs> I mean, that that is the name that just screams, like, this was a concession we had to make. This was not the choice we would have done originally. I didn't even yeah. think to look up the original one. But of course that name is a concession. It yeah. doesn't make any
0: sense. Uh, I love Busta Nut. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, and so he's so a good. teacher too technically so it's like professor nut
0: <laughs> amazing or even <laughs> professor Sachs is great yeah so i loved i loved that that made me laugh real good <laughs> um <laughs> um i just remember you know back because as a fat kid I remember back in the 90s like fat jokes and your mom fat jokes were just there were rampant like Mm -hmm. people were saying them all the time and I'm just very thankful those have mainly died out (laughs) but there are so many in this episode like there's just so many fat jokes yeah they lasted
2: longer than I feel like they should have like there was a show on MTV that was them and then I think once that got canceled we're like all right we're done with these hosted by Wilmer Valderrama of that 70s show
0: oh my god
1: man (laughs) I wanted that guy to be way cooler than he ended up being
2: I know he had such an opportunity
1: what happened I liked him I mean like I liked him as an actor but then he just he seemed like he just really fell into that early 2000s douche I don't know image oh god
0: I also love that, you know, when Bobby goes up, when he gets called up by Buddha Sax and Bobby says something like he says, does he or Buddha sax says, Do your does your dad sit around drinking beer all day, going, yeah? And he goes, No, they say, Yup. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone cracks up and Hank just goes, Sit down, son. They're not laughing with you. They're laughing at me. <laughs> 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 laughing at me. <laughs> and I got one more quote from Hank, and he says to, when he says to the guys after Bobby comes out with his little, you know, my play school uh, microphone and yeah. you know, like yeah. amplifier, it does his little routine, and the guys are cracking up, and Hank says, look, I appreciate you guys humoring Bobby, but what the boy needs right now is to be demoralized into giving his <laughs> 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 God. Hank, Hank is just constantly trying to stomp on whatever Bobby wants to do in life that he doesn't approve of. Just, just, Oh, we got to demoralize him. We got to embarrass him into giving this up. (laughs) But
2: I also feel like he should know by now that Bobby doesn't really respond to that. Like he, he doesn't worry about that kind of stuff. And there are a Mm -hmm. lot of comedians that are in the circles, like in Boston that are kind of the same way. It's like, I'm not clear why you're doing this, but apparently no amount of demoralization is going to get you to stop. So you know what? (laughs) Go ahead.
1: It's just, it's, just another moment where it's so Pank is so set in his mind that this is not funny that it doesn't even occur to him that they're not humoring him they're just it's just his truth his reality and that's just what makes sense but yeah
0: exactly like Hank is just like, you know, you I know you guys are like trying to make Bobby feel good. Like, no, they genuinely think Bobby's funny. Like a lot of people genuinely think Bobby is funny, but Hank is just not one not, of them. not there. And I think he even <laughs> makes a comment at one point that
1: comedy is dying out anyway.
2: Yeah, he's like, I think yeah. that comedy fad is just about done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was close. another quote I loved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love the ending where, you know, they it's it's Roger, right? Yeah so it's roger Saxon and hank and they're like you know we were making jokes and stuff and he's like i mean look at this guy's butt he's got a nice ass essentially he keeps going on and on and hank's getting uncomfortable and he's just like i think it's time for the x-files (laughs) yeah it's such a 90s you know line listener comments all right do we have a song do we have a song do we have a song i think we do actually um yeah we do and it is from lee thundermuffin hey all right it's from our pal lee. i haven't even listened lee i haven't listened to it yet i haven't either so maybe it's terrible you have no idea how much pressure is on you right now lee yes. <laughs> well,
1: don't fuck it up okay let's
0: hear it <laughs> all right listener comments feel so good
2: I love it so <laughs> hard. That was great. Aww. Yay.
0: Is he that. It did least, sound like Chuck Mangione. It did. Is that <laughs> Lee's second submission? Yeah. Yeah. He sent us one uh, recently. A couple I episodes back.
1: Keep sending them in, Lee. No one else is going to do it. Our thunder <laughs> muff. Just keep on.
0: Keep on bringing them in to us. Please.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And uh, if you want to send your own in, hello at hoiapod.com. Send them in.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? This one's great, and I forgot to write this down. And a couple of people uh, mentioned it, or I think at least—well, maybe at least two. <laughs> so let me. So Andrew C. and Gracie No. both mentioned when Mrs. Kaliki Ali says, "Did you eat an unusual amount of sausage?" <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, uh, what what that would do to your driving ability.
2: That was my question. Is it like a specific type of sausage? Is it a sausage ingredient? Is there a class action lawsuit from a specific brand for some reason? Like <laughs> what brings about that line of
0: questioning? Yeah. Is it the nitrates that I assume are in there? Because I assume sausage and hot dog are the same thing. Essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you've ever gotten into a car accident because of some sausage you ate, let us know. You may be entitled to
2: compensation. <laughs> Who knows?
1: Yeah. Is that a defense? They call it the sausage defense.
0: Uh, oh, Andrew C. also says, uh, also, everyone at traffic school can't park, <laughs> which if you look at, there's like the scene where it shows the outside of it and everybody's just like crossways, like just parking so shitty in the parking oh, lot. That's amazing. Oh, I miss that. I know. What a that's
2: a beautiful detail.
0: Drusifer 2A says, look at all the
1: white people.
2: <laughs> Indeed.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Look at all the white people. So many. <laughs> uh Mozzie C 137. Hank using the vice to crack walnuts, which I do love that scene. He's he's so intense looking watching it. And as soon as it cracks, he just gets this he's, he's so satisfied. <laughs> and then he like eats it and he just pops it in his mouth as he's like scolding bobby of course <laughs> mazi c137 also says bobby asks peggy if she's got a minute then peggy actually sets the timer to 1 minute she would <laughs> she would i love her she's like oh bobby of course anything for you click Go. Oh. So. and you can hear it, like tick 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 <laughs>
1: uh Sean Arama says it showed the fella's brains being scraped off the road <laughs>
0: Oh, KK transponder, sponsor. So it's just so good when Hank is trying to like come up with good, like, your mom riffs. And he says, Your mother is so ugly, it uh, affects her self esteem.
2: (laughs) And the way he says it, like, he's so tickled about it that, like, he almost can't stop laughing. Like, he thinks it's hysterical. Oh my God. He's like, I got you. <laughs> What's his
1: other joke too? Like, your mother's hair is so short that some people mistake her for a man. Sometimes, yeah, it's like it's
2: almost like she isn't a woman at all, yeah. but a man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which economy of words? Tank, speed it up. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder muffin, show business is inherently evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I assume. Amma, <laughs> are you evil? I think you might be. Probably a little. <laughs> Just a little. That's the perfect amount of evil. Thank you. A manageable amount.
2: Potted dirt
1: podcast. Excuse me, Mr. Sack. Is there a lesson plan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sack. I Mr. love that. <laughs> love Apple Mint says, you know, I never realized what that Mrs. Kaliki Ali was a reoccurring character.
2: Yes. And then the actress that voices her also voices Khan's mom,
0: yes, so yes. she shows up again
2: in a, in a couple other ways,
0: so we have uh, Ron Schaefer, right Dude here, and Love Applemint. What's up, Boom boom? <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: There's a few of those mozzie c137 uh hank talking with his with the toothbrush in his mouth at the beginning i forgot about that
0: (laughs) i liked it because hank came out and he had like bed head and his hair was all messy and he's like rushing to what was he leaving for i can't remember they were going somewhere
2: it's a trivia question i have it
0: (laughs) oh shit is that all of them jack i think that's all of them and Amma, you saved all of them for in person I did. I did save.
2: I was I was gonna comment on it, and I was like, you know what? I'll just tell them when I get there. Yeah. Save my good material.
1: <laughs> exactly. If we just pull up our phone and we're just like, this is what you said.
0: <laughs> oh we did. That was me. I don't know. That wasn't a very good one, Amma. I think you can do better <laughs> than that. Yeah. We
1: don't love it. We didn't
0: talk about guest stars yet. Go for it, because I can't remember any of the other ones except for Chris Rock.
1: Well, I was excited to hear the sultry, sultry voice of Mr. John Amos.
2: So was I. Oh. I was very happy to hear him.
1: Yes, I mean, of course, he's wildly famous. Wonderful voice. I mean, he's been around for decades and decades and decades. Fun fact: He was on an episode of *Walker, Texas Ranger*. Oh my Amazing. God, that's awesome! Yes, yes, very excited. Uh, he, among his many, many credits also he was also on a uh one episode of a tv show called nubbin and friends and he played the letter a Aww. nubbin
0: and friends nubbin okay. and friends n-u-b-b-i-n uh,
1: yes but i fell down a hole of looking at pictures of him when he was younger oh and he so like
2: mary tyler moore era he was on mary tyler moore for a little bit um as a weatherman i believe possibly
1: older photos than that let me
2: think oh wow
1: well maybe around then all i know is he was in a movie called the Beastmaster, where he basically just wears a loincloth and it is very attractive (laughs) well yes
0: damn here i'll send you the picture i want to see yeah i want to see that
1: he was very very hot and uh got a little bit
0: singles cruise slick
1: <laughs> I was about to say I was as wet as a single's cruise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the deck of the single's cruise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Caution. Yeah. <laughs> Ahoy! Dang, leather daddy. Yes. Yeah, for you, John Amos. Yeah, I know. We will be. Look how we will be using
1: this picture. Um. Yeah. So those. Uh. Those were the. Two guest stars that I made note of. Were there any others that we?
2: The other one that you barely noticed, but I looked it up just for the sake of curiosity. Uh, the DJ, whose name I'm not going to say because it's also a trivia question, oh, um, was voiced by Orlando Jones, who was on Mad TV, but also was, if you remember, the Make Seven Up Yours commercials. Yeah, um, hey, that yeah. guy. So he was the voice yes. of the DJ.
0: I, I mean, I never look up this guest stars because i can never find them i don't know why i can't maybe i'm just not good at it it's just, it's just a
1: google search <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all it is no is that so are those all the guest stars yes I think so cool i mean chris rock is a big one chris rock yeah. is a big one That's a huge guest star. I mean, he's wildly famous, especially in the 90s and 2000s. Like, I mean, he was, you know, incredibly famous.
2: Yeah, 98, he was kind of at the, maybe not quite the height of what he was doing, but pretty close. And first black guest stars, if I'm remembering correctly as well. So that was notable in its own right also.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I
2: I believe that's true.
0: I mean, because I'm trying to think of the other guest stars that we've mentioned. I can't remember any of them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody
2: else pops up before that because Bernie Mac comes later. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, so I think the, I think they might be first. Chris Rock and John Amos. Wow. And Orlando Jones, who is the soon to be
0: mentioned DJ. Yes. <laughs> and with that said, I think it's time for trivia. Trivia. <laughs> yeah. And Amma as our esteemed guest, please. You you go first.
2: Okay, so I love trivia, so I might have taken this part the most seriously out of any of it, because I just love <laughs> knowing things. I'm that weirdo. Um, okay, so, to begin, the name of the DJ that backs up sack.
0: Oh, I have no clue.
2: Um, uh,
1: bust a Squirt?
2: <laughs> you know what? I wish. I would have loved that. Especially if they had gotten it by the Fox censors, I would have been like, oh, yeah. well done. <laughs> but sadly no it's kid kid mookie. kid
0: mookie kid mookie kid mookie oh man Which, i
2: don't know if that was a sub for something it feels like it was but it might not have been
0: <laughs> that was good a good one. one i yeah that one man that's like that's one of those deep cut ones that we love so much yeah <laughs> i'm not scrambling to find a new one if <laughs> <you're> thinking, so. <laughs> i'm not even trying to find a new one okay so my second one don't be afraid to read it nice and slow. Okay. Peggy
2: <laughs> needs a ride to school because she's not done grading her what I did on my summer vacation papers. But why is Hank in a hurry?
0: I can't remember. I think he wanted to go to the store for something. Eight. Like Maybe there's a... S- oh. No. No. <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> there's a sale on... Uh, uh, hammers I don't know I mean, may, so maybe
2: the answer is, or what he says is paint and paper is having their 8am madness sale oh, oh man he, he might leave with hammers take some hammers to work but he like can't even stop to brush his teeth in the bathroom because he's gotta go buy some paint paper maybe some hammers <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, good one! So I know I couldn't remember. I was like, "Why is he like rushing? I don't understand." You know, it not... like struck
2: it struck me as important that he was like not composed, and I was like, "Well, why is that?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you have another?
2: I have one more. Yes, yes. So when Bobby's talking to Budisak, he mentions that he had seen him and that he was already famous and that he was in LA. And then he asks him why he came back to Arlen. Why did Budisak leave LA to go to Arlen?
0: I think I know this one okay so he told some jokes on moesha that they didn't approve of mm-hmm. he got rift day on moesha <laughs> that's right this is what i do when i get a trivia question right by the way <laughs> i love it i love it
2: but yeah that was so funny
0: to me <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so that that's it for me i burned my three
0: awesome right. those were great thank those you were really good ones So oh, you fuck. you got one Did you come up with one yet, Jackie? Your turn. Oh, okay. So I think you're all going to get this. I have one. It is. What's the name of the venue where the defensive driving school is held at? I can see it. I can see it in your face. Ama, you're ready. (laughs) It is snaps with a Z at the end. Yeah. (laughs) High five.
1: You did it. (laughs) And that's the only one I had. Not bad. All right. Well. I like it. Gear up for this one because it's coming at you hard and it's dry as a bone. So break yourself. (laughs) It's going to be uncomfortable. And here it is. What I'm about to say is my trivia question.
0: (laughs) Come on, (laughs) on. might.
2: I might have another one if you need about more time.
0: I I Uh, might have another one. Go ahead, Amma, because she is just, she is, you're ruining this. I am normally, motherfucker. goddamn God damn it. <laughs> go ahead, Amma. Amma, you go
2: for it. Okay, so after Hank gets Budisak fired, the director of the traffic school gives him an option to transfer into another class. What class does he say he'll transfer him into? We don't know if he actually goes, we just know what offer was made.
1: Chocoholics!
2: Chocolate!
1: Uh, <laughs> <on> that, Amy. <laughs> you didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know it. Of course I knew it. I
2: know everything. <laughs> Alright,
1: well, are you ready for my trivia question, then? You don't have when you Yes, buy I do! Her. <laughs> don't you <laughs> not to embarrass me in front of Obama. Alright, here's my question. When Bobby is debuting his uh, racist stand-up comedy, he is uh-huh. dressed very nicely, and he's wearing a tie. What color is his tie?
2: It's like a seafoam green type turquoise color. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: That's exactly right! <laughs> green! Why are you so smart, Em? I,
2: <laughs> I love trivia. I love oh. it.
0: God. <laughs> I love that you made Jackie so mad.
2: <laughs> it's an audio medium, so listeners, you do not get to see the physical rage that I sent Jackie into, but it was substantial.
0: <laughs> Things were thrown. She's crying right cr- now. <laughs> no, you're not, and I didn't
1: poop myself either. <laughs> But they couldn't see it, but I karate chopped my desk right in half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent trivia, everyone. That was really good. good. High fives good all around. Oh so usually you oh you know what? I do want to say that we we did get a little ladybird treat. We saw <gasps> Lady Bird. I yeah. know. What was it? I think they were I think it was when they were eating dinner or something, but Ladybird was there hanging out. She's just so dang cute. Oh, but do we have any final thoughts, feelings? lessons, anything. I mean,
2: will either of you be inspired to try stand-up having reviewed this episode? Does it feel a little bit less scary? (laughs) That's a great question.
0: No. Uh... (laughs) Fair answer. (laughs) I've... Okay, this is going to sound like a humble brag and I promise it's not supposed to be but it's just that I've had I have had I I know I'm sorry but it just makes me think of this but I've had you know people say you should do stand up and every time they tell me that I'm like I think that I would have a legit heart attack because when I've I've tried to do like drama in high school and stuff or any kind of public speaking and every time my one eye just starts to twitch <laughs> It twitches a lot, and I start, and I, st- st- my voice gets really shaky, and it sounds like I'm about to cry, even though I'm not going to, like, it just, oh, I'm about to cry, and it's horrific, and it lasts the whole time, and I'm just, oh, no. I, I, I could, I just don't think I could ever do it, so I really am so impressed by people who go up there and do it, because I think just even getting up there, like, going on to a stage and then turning around and looking at people. Strangers. Like that is, strangers. That is so brave to me. Just, I would be like, and just like pass <laughs> out immediately. I know. Wouldn't be able to do it.
1: I've been wanting to do it so badly and I've been talking about it a lot for the past few years, but I mean, same, same as you, Amy, I can't, if I have to, give a presentation or just even talk in front of a group of people. I don't know what it is, but I get that shaky voice too, but I also stop breathing. So usually in the middle of it, I'll just be like, hey, there we- <sighs> <laughs> 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 so anyway, if you look, at- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm terrified that I'll get up there and just like make everyone so uncomfortable. Maybe someday.
0: Maybe now, yeah. maybe. Maybe one day I'll actually do it, but I don't think so. When did you first start doing stand-up comedy? So, recognizing
2: the danger of saying it in this particular venue, I will say that I was one of those people that a bunch of people said, you should try stand-up. And then I was on a podcast that I used to be on, and my fellow co-host dared me to. Um, So it was on the record, was not edited out. Other people heard it. So then I had to. Um, I will say that I started doing it in a class, which was easier for me than just, like, popping up, and like going on stage so I got to practice around people I knew really well um mm-hmm. who wanted it to go well who understood my sense of humor over time so it was easier to start doing it other places over time so if it is something that you do decide I want to at least try it I recommend things like that because it lets you get comfortable with it before you go up on stage and feel like everybody's looking at you right
0: right yeah kind of like desensitize you yeah to being in front of a group of people mm-hmm. brilliant yeah
2: duh that makes so much sense so, should you want to, I do recommend taking that route. Not everybody does, but I think it helps. Oh yeah. I
1: had no idea that was a thing. What a what a smart thing to do instead of just going up and yeah. you could just go the route of bombing, but I mean you could. <laughs>
2: but it's also get my it experience that like people don't like bomb bomb that often to the point of like getting booed. And I also really love when women get out there and do it because, like you said. Amy like if people are telling you you should do it like a lot of women I know don't take that note a lot of guys do and maybe they don't need to so <laughs> I think we need more women who kind of like take that note and say you know what I want to try it and probably about half to a third as many men who hear that note are like I actually don't need to do this but
1: and the note is probably come, coming from like inside their own mind too
2: Oh, yeah. Sometimes nobody even needs to tell you. They're just like, I'm hilarious. I should go do this. I should make people listen to me. Yeah,
1: I really do like that point just about encouraging women to get out there. And and that's that's a really good point. And it is true. It's terrifying to be vulnerable in front of people but uh i i do think that for the most part people go to those shows because they want to laugh and uh even if they don't find someone that funny people will still laugh at it because they just want to have a good time or they'll laugh a
2: little or they'll be quiet booing is super rare
1: or i've seen people do that uh oh
2: oh mm. yes (laughs) yes a good friend of mine is what i call like a very vocal participant at comedy shows so she's a lot of like mm (laughs) <laughs> and I always know she even if I didn't see her I'm like "Thanks, here, that's awesome
1: and that's the she's person that would like just end up like just doing it just straight to
2: them yeah she's an audible supporter which I always appreciate and I tell yeah. her that all the time that's <laughs> awesome that's wonderful
1: yeah Amy if you start doing it all
0: I'm I can... already I'm already sweating profusely <laughs> at the thought of this because we have talked about doing like live episodes, not like live podcast episodes where, you know, people can join on video, but like actually in person. And I just was mm-hmm. like, what?
2: That's How? why we're going to have How?
0: to supplement
1: it with like a choreographed dance or a, yes. like magic tricks. <laughs> 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 just to distract. <laughs> look over here, look over uh, here, look over
0: <laughs> Anyway, where did these flowers come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and joining us on this episode this was a lot of fun and I mean thank you just thank you
1: yeah (laughs) it was we were very nervous about this because I mean you're just incredibly accomplished and we were just like so honored that you would want to participate in this shit show and (laughs) we appreciate it so much but but as soon as we started talking to you I I just felt so at ease and that's just a testament to how lovely you are so thank you so much
2: well thank you both for having me for basically just enduring me messaging you and saying let me talk about this one and saying yes because this has been so much fun
1: anytime of course anytime yeah this is an open door this is an open leg (laughs) offer
0: (laughs) (laughs) our leg for you
2: (laughs) I will, I will take, I may take you up on that. I'm going to pick another fun one and we can do this again. Please, please. please.
0: We would love that. So thank you so much. Listen, everyone, uh, we'll have links. Do you have any links that you want to provide us that we can, you know, by the way? Um, I I,
2: I pop in and out on the Instagram all the time. So you can tag me. Okay. Um, I'm oh, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter at Alma Marfo. So if you're ever in the Boston area and want to see me tell jokes, um, if you found this amusing and are like, I'll take more of that, but just her by herself, I'll, I'm happy to offer you that. So I talk about those things on my accounts and you can figure out where I'm going to be there.
0: I guess you post like when, where you're going to be and when you're mm-hmm. going to be on those places. Awesome. So I do. everyone in Boston, go see Ama and support her and be an audible participant. So uh <laughs> everyone go to her shows, go to her
1: Instagrams and her twi- twits and and <laughs> everything uh, amazing and please 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 come back, please. Yes.
0: Happy to anytime. Yes. All right, and we're all gonna do this together, our Via Condias. Are you ready? Yes. So yes. everyone, until next time. And a one and a two and a one, two, three. Via condios Yay We did.